Welcome everyone, this is Paul Fink, and this is the Mavericks Do It Different podcast. And this is where we do it different by thinking different, being different, and creating a different universe and a different world for everyone to participate in. And today we're going to do it different by introducing you to somebody who's just amazing in my world and two people particularly that are just an amazing dynamo couple. One in particular is, well, Katerina Fink, and you may recognize the similarity of name. Yes, she is my daughter, and she is a social media content creator, marketing specialist, went to FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology for Advertising, Marketing, and Communications in New York City, and she is has always been our New York City girl, to say the least. <laughs> Oh, she yeah. loves helping companies grow and develop, and her focus now is with her podcast that she's doing with her, well, her soulmate, and uh, going forward with, and we'll let them talk about their podcast in just a moment, but understanding how to motivate as an entrepreneur, how to build as an entrepreneur, and being a young Dynamo entrepreneur herself. She has teamed up with someone who is also extra special, and that is Chris Merriman. And Chris, real estate investor based in Huntsville, Alabama. Got to mention that because, boy, is that significant. Uh, <laughs> keen eye for identifying opportunities with the realm of distressed properties, which is absolute innovative approaches, um, orchestrates unconventional strategies for forging deals, and that's across the board in, in real estate and in business overall. He is just an, an amazingly intelligent, sharp guy. And just watch how he develops and grows and does some magic in the land. And so I want to introduce to all of you, Katerina and Chris, and just the amazing couple that you are. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it, Paul. Did Kat get you to script that? Yes, absolutely, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did a good job hi so uh so yeah yeah, yeah. she she's got it down and and then i paraphrase just a little so, <laughs> so katarina and chris and and katarina and chris now are living in huntsville alabama of all places and they're creating their life together as we speak um and just creating magic around the world there is nobody that I know that when they meet you, I, either one of you or now as a combination, are, are just mesmerized by what you do and who you are. Um, talk about a little bit about what you're doing now and kind of what your focus is these days. I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay. So obviously the real estate business is still cranking up, but us as a couple, we've started a combining our skills, right? So I'm strong in the real estate, you know, investing side of things. And she's much stronger at communication, setting up systems, processes, and marketing, which I realized I suffered pretty greatly with. But with those two combined, we've actually started a, a build out for a franchise business where we're going uh, market by market with uh, our franchise model to create and sell leads, the same leads that I curate now for real estate, and uh, produce that on a national level. And we've got it broke down where we'll go from our local market to slowly expanding. And that'll lead us uh, probably to selling some national courses and things because uh, this is a lot of powerful information that's not currently taught, which is hard to say inside the training and coaching space because uh, most everything's out there at this point. But 
we've got something a little different. So we're pretty excited about it. Yeah. And then on top of that, so Chris will obviously still be doing the real estate stuff on top of that. But I also create content for myself. Um, I'm trying to reach the entrepreneur that is in her 20s, trying to figure it out, debating if she wants to quit her job or not. Or move to Alabama for some guy. Yeah, not that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But just reaching that audience on TikTok and on Instagram. So I'm going to be building that out more and just trying to figure out myself along the way. And I'm excited to build out the franchise with Chris. That's it. So a franchise, real estate investing at the same time, doing your your deals with distressed properties, as well as social media content and uh, an amazing podcast that I think is just going to do. And relationship. Don't forget that part. So the podcast is going to involve relationships, mainly about entrepreneurship as well and real estate. So we're going to be interviewing multiple different types of entrepreneurs in different industries. And I'm excited because we have upcoming guests that are in such different industries that I didn't even know I knew these people until I was like, oh, these people would be so interesting to interview. So I'm excited. But yeah, that's what our podcast is about. It's NYC meets Bama. Look us up on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Excellent. I'm the Bama, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And, and I got to go back to go forward. And it's so fascinating. And the backstory of, of knowing the two of you. So as my daughter, Katerina has been all over the place, around the country and around the world, and engaged with a ton of entrepreneurs for most of her life. And Chris is also from an entrepreneurial world and family and very much like, oh, We've, we're take action, take action, take action. And so when Chris and Katerina met, it was like, well, sounds interesting, but I may be busy, but hold on, I'll be right back. And then maybe some, and, and this, this touch and go, that was just- A two-year touch and go. <laughs> a two-year touch and go. Tell us a little bit about what that was like. Yes, Katerina. What was that like? I think it's better from your perspective. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting uh, story and it's also interesting I guess from my perspective because it's a it makes you flip-flop like in such your head your emotional state's going back and forth but me and Katerina met obviously at one of Paul Fink's uh, first events or not first events, first event for me inside Dallas, Texas. Yep. Katerina was selling one of her uh, social media packages which was a phenomenal course. Uh I was mainly in it just to meet her, but you know what? I ran to the back room with cash because uh, that's what I do. And uh, the prize was in that back room waiting to close me, and she did. I just didn't close her that day. It was really awkward. No, I remember it because then he got to sit in a private room with me, and I just remember like being really nervous because he was the first client I sat with. And he paused me in the middle and was like, stop talking. Just tell me about yourself. And I was like, Okay, I don't know why you want to know that. <laughs> I already have the money in front of you. We're, we're here for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah so. so definitely, and and a couple things with this is that you were both in that space of taking action. You were both in the space of living within your entrepreneurial mindset, if you will, and open to opportunities. And sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, it's not just business opportunities that show up. 
and a Absolutely. love interest showed up for the two of them right there on that day and proceeded to go uh, back and forth and all over the place for a couple of years to end up where you're at now. And sorry. Yeah. But <laughs> tell me about the dichotomy of, well, Katarina is known as our, our New York city girl. And of course, Chris is the epitome of, of Alabama. And so when we, when we put the two of you together, like no one in their wildest imagination would say, Oh yeah. Perfect match. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would say that I am very understanding. And Chris even said that when he first met me, he was like, you're super understanding. You just, you get me. So <laughs> I feel like I just took in everything and I was like, I can see why this is the way it is. It's okay. Like when I came to Alabama, but um, I enjoyed the city life when I was in school, but I was very much ready for settling down being with the person I want to be with every day and wherever that ends up being is okay with me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Alabama, it's hard, uh, hard to get the country boy out of my uh, blood there. So we're still here. We've traveled to the city a few times. It's, it's okay. You know, it ain't, it ain't like Alabama, <laughs> but we'll take it. Yeah. He doesn't like it. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't say I didn't like it. I think there's a lot of opportunity inside the cities and stuff that I got to miss out on because of being in Alabama, but because of what different lifestyle I grew up in, in the small towns and stuff, I gained different skill sets that are abnormal, which served me. So what, Agreed. so now you're, you're together and uh, tell me a little bit about what that relationship is like. And, and I will say that there's a lot of people that listen to us, not just for business, but for, for everything and for, understanding how to develop their life and mm -hmm. if there's any words of wisdom as far as how to what happened when the two of you got together and what have you had to to manage through if you will as a couple in a relationship and different things coming together different worlds um i everyone's gonna hate that i'm saying this but communication is one knowing so paul goes over the disc personality test and yes. just knowing like what type of person you're communicating with and how they react to certain situations and how you react and communicating to them that that's how you feel and even though they're not the same personality type they have to understand and appreciate that this is how you learn or this is how you want to communicate and just being honest and true about those things and not being scared how the other person's going to react if you talk about something, I think helped us a lot in the beginning. Because we, I moved in. I don't know where I am. We both had different, like, routines every day. So, yeah, <laughs> Chris is not a morning person. I am. So that was the first thing. But just being able to mesh the two routines into one and communicate how each other want to work throughout the day, I think was really important in the beginning. Yes. And just, I think it's important throughout, like you've got to be able to have that open communication and learn how to sit each other down and actually follow through with that communication where it's not just a rant or a reason you need to identify your own personal feelings and why they're there, which the disc profile helps you understand yourself as one point and be able to look at yourself and your relationship from a third person view. Cause without that, you can't 
adequately communicate, right? Cat was already trained by Paul to communicate well. So we never had these bickering arguments and things. She'd say, stop, because I'm a deep personality type, really aggressive, really go, go, go. So I'm like, let's get through this conversation. We need to resolve something. <laughs> and she could slow me down long enough to explain the actual problem, not what I saw, you know, at front facing there. So that's a huge part of it. Be able to slow down, realize how you are, how do you work with your uh, spouse, partner, <laughs> whatever it is at the time, and uh, see how you guys can communicate properly because every relationship is going to be a little different based on we keep going back to disc but it's um it's something i wish i would have learned at about 16 years old to be able to adequately communicate because definitely altered my life and it's something that's changed your relationships change your sales it changes everything once you learn how to properly communicate with people and that's a massive piece of these relationships but you got to be able to see it from a third person view and make it where you are adequately conversating about the actual underlying problem if you don't get to the actual underlying problem you're just barking back and forth inside of a circle that ends up, well, everybody knows where it ends up. Yeah, we've got uh, definitely that communication becomes a huge component and DISC, and I'll talk about that. We can definitely, you want to learn more about DISC profiling systems, come to my event, come hang out. We talk about that in depth so you really understand it. The real bottom line for the two of you is that that communication component and your uh living role models of what can happen when you communicate effectively versus what most people do is spin it out of control and they get into those conflicts and just start going nuts with it. And you both come to the table with a, a clarity that is beyond your years. So, yeah. so what is with all that you're doing? And I know you're blending your two, all your skill sets, <laughs> Uh, to create different business models. What's that like, you know, on a personal level, we were just talking about, how about on a business level? I'll, I'll explain my point of view. So Chris is very like, go, go, go. And when he thinks of something, he'll just blurt it out. And I'm like, I have no idea what you just said. First of all, like, we got to record you because I it takes a long time for me to just process every single word because he talks so fast. So I record all our conversations. I have to do a business where I have to go back and take notes and actually implement what we're talking about. So I record it and I just ask questions while we're talking. And when we do that, then usually he's telling me like, this is what I need built out. So I will get all the information I need. And then that's when I'll go in and do the back end part where I'll build out the spreadsheets that we need and the different documents that we need so that we can recreate whatever we're doing now again. So the different templates and then we'll just sit down and I'll be like, okay, this is what I created. What do you want me to change? Do you have any questions? And we'll just go back and forth pretty much like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm bad about being a, I guess an, a strong visionary with a lot of action taking behind it. So I blurred it out at that moment. I've got to get it out of my brain. I've got to start implementing it or I just go insane at that point. So once we start implementing though, if I see a process that can actually be perfected and utilized, I start on it. Let cat help me and watch me what I'm doing. Cause I move, she's right. I move violently fast, you know, a little erratic you could say, <laughs> but she helps clean up all my actions. That way it can become a repeatable process. So take all the good pieces and the bad because I know I, whatever I did, I probably had six good moves and four bad. So she can wipe those four away 
take the six good and then create a process for those that we can repeat. And that's been huge, right? Like um, before this, I had no systems in place, no CRMs and didn't have an assistant in place. It was all a struggle and it was all me, which means everything fell off behind me, right? So it was like I was running forward and I was staying on the ground level, but the ground was disappearing behind me like an earthquake all the time. Whereas now we're staying up and now we're going up the hill, like we're making it now. So it's, yeah, so, it's moving forward. So often, and this is a great lesson for entrepreneurs in general, oftentimes they're, they're, you'll be a type of entrepreneur, which is Chris, that is, man, you just create waves, just, just a hurricane of activity. And someone's got to be you know, next to you to clean up that hurricane of activity. The hurricane is good because you know it, it cleans everything up. It creates this this whirlwind of of motion but having someone next to you to to do the rest of the story becomes real important and that's very common with someone who's got vision and and being a visionary and creating that 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 ideal of what's in the future man you're already running towards it and you don't realize that the havoc that you're leaving behind and i get told about it at night right right so the, <laughs> so the best thing, and, and one of the great lessons that, that you're seeing here live, everyone, and if you haven't been able to tell, I did not tell Chris and Katarina exactly what I was going to be asking them. So they are absolutely <laughs> like, I, I, I was not prepared for these questions. And uh, what, you're, what you're demonstrating is, that no one can do it alone, that every style of, of leadership, every style of personality needs other components, needs other people next to them. And uh, the two of you are, are finding that, that blend of how to mix the personalities to create something that's greater than its parts. And that's Absolutely. so wonderful to watch. For... For young entrepreneurs, and and you guys are are amazing testaments. Most of the people that I know that are my age wish we were you when we were your age, and and because you're going to end up in a, in a amazing place when you get to be our age. And so understanding and talk to young entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs. People that may be looking at this going, I would love to be doing what they're doing. Tell us about that journey. You want to start or you want me to? You can start. Yeah. So um, as a young entrepreneur, the biggest benefit if you choose to start young is that you cannot mess up. And what I mean by that is you don't have enough to lose or gain at the beginning that there's no mistakes. There are people who harass you and tell you, oh my God, you made a horrible mistake, but what did you actually lose by the end of it? Whatever happened? You so know? I want to I want to just make sure that everyone heard that right because the accent may have put in the the in the wrong place or the comma. You have you can mess up because you've got nothing to lose. So you were saying you cannot mess up. And I thought you were saying, oh, it's okay. absolute that you've got to be perfect. Yeah, that's that southern uh, that bad literature from the south. He's right. Yeah. He's right. Yeah, you can mess up, but it doesn't matter yes. because you the, the loss there isn't hardly any loss to be had. Yes. Yeah. I think what Chris was meaning to say is like you're never like the saying like you're never wrong or it's not a stupid question because in the end you're gonna learn something. It's gonna be a learning lesson. It's not gonna hold you back from growing. 
So what I think that as well. And also if you are currently in a job, you just got out of college, you're like, I know what I want to do, but I got a job because that's what everyone's telling me to do. But you feel like you're just not fulfilled. I've been there. I literally sat it at nine to five, was doing Excel spreadsheets all day. It was the exact job that I wanted to do. Not exact. I wanted to do social media, but it was e-commerce, what I went to school for. And I was doing everything everyone said was, oh, my God, this is great. You got the job. Okay, well, I want to fall asleep every hour for eight hours straight, and I hate my job. And then when I go home, I'm not fulfilled. I feel like I didn't do anything all day. So if you feel that way, think to yourself, okay, what do I want to do? What do I want to see myself doing 10 years from now? That's like my dream job. Write it down as if it's in the present. So write down exactly how you want to live your life today forever. And then eventually you're going to manifest that to happen for yourself. Opportunities will come up and then you'll find yourself in the position where you're ready to quit your job and you're ready to start the other venture that you've always seen yourself doing. Yeah. Start with the future and work your way back. Cause from my experience, the path that I thought I was going to be on is definitely not the same one today, but my future goal still looks the same. So I couldn't control the path, but the goal is right there. That's, that was my, where I want to be into the future. It's my vision board. It's, it's what I'm going to acquire within the next five years, right? And then 10 years and, and those visions. And that's okay if they change, but the path is hard to control. That's why it's easier to pick your future and work your way to it. It will form itself. So that leads into the great question. Where do you see yourself ah. 10 years from now? Hmm. Where do you see yourself? In Florida on the beach. <laughs> um, At least for I a couple see... weeks. Yeah. yeah. I see myself with a job that I am proud to say, or not a job, but a business that I'm proud to say is mine and doing something that I look forward to doing every day, which is working with Chris with whatever venture that is, whether it's the franchise that we talked about, social media, eventually the, I want the social media to be more of a influencer Present, present, what am I trying to say? Influence, Pre presence? Presence, yes. Influencer presence where I am kind of seen from everyone else as that person that, okay, this is the path to go through. She figured it out. This is the answer. And just being that person that people can go to for questions for. Yeah, and I think that's why our futures align so well. And it made a lot of sense why I continuously chased after you for two years. Um, because that was a, a lot of what I was lacking and, and where my goals that I would wanted to be. And Kat had a lot of those you know, attributes that I needed and need to learn from. And that's that's my same intentions. In 10 years, I intend to be a well-known individual teaching young entrepreneurs how to move forward through these hurdles and how to make the path uh, a greener one all the time, right? Because it's got its ups and downs, but it's mainly how you control your emotional state to get through it because it's happened to everybody. It's just whether or not you want to Go through it and how you internalize it if it's a good or bad emotional effect to you. So uh, that's where I see myself as, uh, besides the giant beach compound that we're going to have, like that's just, you know, the stuff that's on the vision board. I will be well-known. I will be teaching and uh, I will be changing a whole lot of lives by that point. And you're going to get to see a lot more of me. Uh, absolutely. And with that, 
you know, that whole, and you mentioned the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. What are some of the, some of, what are those ups and downs? What, what is that roller coaster ride that so many people mention, but we really never get a glimpse of what that is. Everyone wants to put up the facade of, of absolute, everything's beautiful. Well, what are the ups and downs? What does entrepreneurship really feel like for you guys? You may start. Yeah. So it's, uh, it does, I guess, feel like a roller coaster, especially in your first couple of years. And I think that reflects how they say most businesses fail in their first two years because it is a lot of emotional roller coaster more so than reality. You're not uh, toned to handle anything yet. So whenever the smallest thing happens, you have a huge emotional spike and it panics. You know, you have a lot of cortisol. Like it's a it's a problem. But really, if you look at it from a big picture, take a deep breath. It's a very small, minute problem. It just affected you deeply because it's in front of you at that moment on your roller coaster ride. So, you know, anything from I had a my first rehab that I had bought, just got in. One of my friends came through and bounced and two walls fell down and then the wall or the floor collapsed. Like it was like out of a cartoon. And I was just <laughs> horrified. You know, I just by the end of that project, I was in there just fetal position, like crying. And really, it wasn't that much. Right? I didn't have much money invested. It wasn't a big deal. Everybody was OK from my lenders and such like that. It was just I created a traumatic uh, emotional response to that small ordeal. Now that kind of stuff's like, OK, fix it. Let's move on, you know, right. and then you, know, you have lots of different um, things that may occur to you, whether you have relationship problems that you're uh, blaming on your business. But really, it's you know something small that you could have resolved. Right. Instead of you know going to make dinner or whatever it is, you could have handled it in a different way to resolve that problem and keep from having that constant emotional response. So it's just a lot of entrepreneurships learning how to regulate your own emotions and how to respond to what your environment brings, because right. it's typically not that deep. Even if you lost it all, which, you know, I've heard that saying so many times for millionaires that if I lost all today, I'd rebuild it in a year, which I fully believe because once you're toned to all the possibilities, whether they're up, whether they're down, it doesn't matter. You're adapt to it. Most people start out trying to get to some dollar amount thinking that's their safety market. Once I get there, then I'll be okay to keep moving forward and I'll have what I need and everything will be situated. Whereas that dollar amounts, I'd say like a year and a half ago, I just threw that whole concept out the window because every time I was farther away from that dollar amount, it created an emotional response for me. And now I've went up and down so many times. I have so much faith and control in my own actions that I know I will respond well and recover. If I need $100,000, I'll just go make $100,000. If we need it in a week, we'll just get it in a week. It's not a problem. It just takes some use to... Take some time to get used to trusting yourself to be able to create that. And you gotta you gotta learn how to internalize emotion, which is a lot of what Paul works on and why I keep hitting that so much because he has uh, helped me a lot of that. Notice how about a year and a half ago I was able to throw that philosophy out the window. Paul has a lot to do with it and he's uh really helped me internally, which has also helped my business because it all starts with you, right? It's it's uh your responses to the world. So yeah, yeah. well said. Well said. Cat. So for myself, I would say, like Chris said, trust yourself because if you don't trust yourself and you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. No one else is like making the decisions for you. You're the one that decides, okay, I'm going to get up and work today on my own business. No one tells you what to do. So just believing in yourself and believing that, okay, if I do this, then it'll lead me to next step and not expecting the, the goal to put itself right away so you're not going to see your results in probably six months like you building your business isn't going to be one day process you have to 
trust the process like my dad always says and just take it one step at a time and believe that what you're building is for the long run and it'll be great at the end and i tell myself that every single day because even now i'm like am i doing everything okay is everything going how i want why is it not this way and then i remind myself okay today this is what i got done that's good enough tomorrow we'll deal with the rest but yeah, so just remind yourself of that in the beginning. Absolutely, and control your uh, core five people. It plays a huge role, right? Because I bet a lot of you that have started your journey right now and are going through some of these same, what you're calling a, a downhill of the roller coaster, but a lot of it's probably just naysayers around you that are harassing you or teasing you uh, that you're not going to make it or things are going to go wrong. And most of that's just jealousy that uh, they wish they were taking the leap that you're taking and that but you need to be aware of that and try to create some distance, right? If those aren't your core five people, they're still what's feeding you. And the law of attraction is real. If you're not pushing towards to be around the group that of people that you want to be like, then uh, you're hurting yourself, even though it's nicer to stay comfortable and stay with what you know, it's time to make a change. So move forward, change your friend group, explore some. It'll make a huge difference in your life, especially if you came from a small town or something like that. One of the biggest things that Paul taught me to do was he got me on an airplane and it altered my future. You I've been, met me. I know, I know. You can't pull him from New York. Well, you might be able to if you're good on Instagram or something, but <laughs> I had to go in person. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so um, yeah, it's a huge deal. Be able to expand your horizons and be comfortable with learning new things and get out of your comfort zone and change your core group whenever it's necessary. Realize if there's a problem and adapt. That's what you have to do. So many, so many great lessons and all of these lessons apply to everybody I know that wants to be in business, wants to have a happy life, wants to create a difference in their world. Is there anything in particular that you would say is very different for your generation, for being young entrepreneurs, which most people don't go to and gravitate to the stage that you're at until they're in their thirties or beyond, uh, and so both of you as young 20, 20 something crowd, uh, any words of wisdom, what's different for your generation and for a young entrepreneur versus somebody else? Ooh, that's a good one. There's definitely a difference in teaching, but the, also there's different ways of making money. So it's uh, adapting to whatever our generation is like right now we're inside the informational generation is that what it is right now i don't know what was it before and said you guys day back in 1940 <laughs> yeah we were in the industrial age no. yeah yeah so it's different so you're gonna have a lot of guys naysaying from the industrial age because it's a different generation and you're gonna get used to being called lazy and different things because the world has ran a little different and uh the people the players are different right a lot of the baby boomers are retiring now and they've got their stories of how they did it and your stories will be different so adjust for that and realize if the guy is 70 years old and he just now got his big check, you want to be around the guy with the money, but did he earn it the way that you're going to have to go through? So is he on the same, did he take the same path that you need to learn from or did he work 40 hours a week for 50 years? And that's how he ended up with what he has that you want. So be careful of that. The same guy that's giving you the information may not have taken the same path that you need to do to uh, have the expedited results you want, but he may acquired it in a different way because he was in a different generation. So be prepared for naysayers and be prepared to do it different than they did. Understood. Yeah. So I would say that people my age and entrepreneurs our age 
are usually now influencers. They're finding different ways to figure out how to make income, not just by sitting at a computer or selling some kind of product that they have. So they are promoting themselves and they are the brand that they are advertising. And I think that is kind of where we fit, but also we're different because we, I feel like we put together the people that are the influencers and they want to promote themselves as their own brand. But then we also have the information that everyone else from 20 years ago had the information and now we're taking that and adapting to both of them. So I would say that we are the same in that respect, but different because we will adapt and we will change our environment the way that we think is possible, especially in the real estate industry. Yeah. And we can shorten the curve so much more aggressively. And I think that affects some of the older age saying that there's no way we can do what we say we can do at such a young age because they couldn't learn off of YouTube. Right. And that back in that day, a 16 year old girl couldn't learn how to build a house from YouTube in a year, which, you know, it did take a man 40 years of life lessons to be able to accomplish that. Right. So it's a, it's a different age. Uh, it's, uh, you know, we have more access to what we need. And so what? There's inflation of things. Don't let it uh, make an excuse. It's been there, their time, our timing. It'll always be a problem. There'll always be somebody inside office that you don't like and et cetera, et cetera. There's, there's plenty of excuses and will always be. You know, um, just keep moving forward and accept that you may have to do it differently than the person before you. Here, 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 here. And, and that concept that you know, you, the other generation that a, you're going to learn from and is always there's a certain amount of jealousy and, oh, you couldn't possibly. And what I found is having gone through that myself as I was a young entrepreneur as well, right out of college, is that there that that'll be the same thing in every generation, that it doesn't matter. The same way that you're right. looking at me is the same way I looked at the other people and vice versa. Exactly. So it wasn't, it had nothing to do with the components of what was going on in our world at the moment has to do with the generational gap and always saying, oh, you've got it easier than I did. And what, but there's a certain amount. Do you find that, that you have to overextend yourself? And I I think this is a struggle for some young entrepreneurs that they've got to prove themselves because most people are looking around going, yeah, 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 yeah. Get washed behind your ears, kid. Come back to me when you got some experience. Um, have you experienced that kind of uh, bias from people? Yes. You want me to go? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, knowing your worth is a huge deal, right? So I started a handyman service at 16, obviously working with primarily you old guys. And uh, you know <laughs> there was a whole lot of washing behind your ears daily. Like that was all I heard constantly. Yep. And uh I could do a lot more than a lot of those guys because I utilized the new technologies and what my generation was used to, YouTube University and things like that. And I was outrunning them so quickly that it became from reality that I didn't know anything to reality that I was just better than them at a much faster rate. So, yes, there's definitely a always want need to prove yourself, though, because there's a lot of naysayers. It's constant. Like it's I don't know if, when you'll stop hearing it. I hear it today. So. Uh, it's always going to be there. It just sounds different now whenever I hear it. At that time, it meant something to you to prove that guy wrong. And now you just know, yeah, my life's going to be a lot more fun than yours. I'm sorry. I'm going to go to Vegas. Enjoy. So, uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of that, though. Yeah, I would say 
for myself, I know a lot about how to create systems and processes through the computer, not through files and writing papers and all that that they used to do. So now that I know that system, they're not used to it. And so they kind of look at me like I have 10 heads and they're like, okay, well, what's the purpose of that if I could do it that way? The world is going to grow and expand and you need to catch up to it because otherwise you're going to be left behind. So they at first looked at me like I was crazy, but then realized, okay, what you have to offer is more than I could ever learn in one day. So, okay, I'll listen to you. I'll go in the path that you're saying. And then that's kind of how it adapted. But even now when I tell people like, oh, yeah, I do social media marketing, they're like, eh. There's like, always somebody that rolls their eyes. Yeah, because <laughs> then they hear like, oh, everyone your age does that. So it's not a big deal because I feel like it's so popular or overpopulated. So yeah. when they hear that, they're like, oh, you're like everyone else, but they're not hearing the full story. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And and so keeping your mindset and keeping that that understanding, like you, Chris, you were saying, you know, it used to mean something. And now I've recognized that the, the bullets that are flying from external world doesn't affect me anymore. They just bounce off. That's yeah, it. What a what a great lesson for entrepreneurs, young or old, to recognize that you're always going to have the naysayers out there, and they're always going to find a reason to naysay your story, and yet you can take control of your emotions and and follow through. It's a massive piece of it. The whole story starts with you. Here, here, I see. I do have some people that I want to say a couple things. Of course. Mom had to step in. So mom says hi. <laughs> hey, Jabs. And uh, and of course, one of our other favorite, uh, Debbie is here. Close friend. <laughs> hi, Debbie. Community. Two of my favorite people in all the world. Actually, some of my favorite people in all in one place. So I'll include myself in there, too. So <laughs> thanks, Debbie. Nice seeing you guys. And uh, so with with all that you're doing and you've got the podcast, tell me a little bit about the podcast and your focus of your podcast, New York City Meets Bama. Tell me a little bit about that and what we can be expecting. Yeah, so the podcast, New York City Meets Bama, besides obviously that's where we both originated on two different sides of the states here. Um, that was the meaning uh, behind that title in our podcast, right? We're two entrepreneurs that met in a crazy way across country, and now we're able to work together and teach people a lot of new things and accomplish a lot. So we want to find all the other entrepreneurs that are across the country, across the globe, hiding from you that have a lot of valuable information that just hasn't been brought to the surface yet. Bring them to you. That way you can learn what they have to offer, and we want it to be right up front. I want you to see it, learn from it. That way we can expedite your process and your growth. That's the goal. We also want our listeners to get to know us. So although they're going to obviously have so much information, it's going to be an educational podcast. We're going to start off every podcast with us talking about ourselves, updating people with where we're at, what we're doing in our personal lives and in our business lives. So that's what people have to expect. And I have fun doing it. Do you have fun? Oh, yeah. I'm learning. I feel like it's a little update on both of us, too, because we're working all day. And I'm like, OK, we're sitting down doing the podcast. So it's like, how's your day? <laughs> it's it's so great. The energy from the two of you and, and everyone's going to love the podcast, following it, 
And I got to tell you, everyone that's out here uh, that's listening to us, you want to watch two people that are, <laughs> when you talk about going places, they've got so much going on, so many different avenues and people that they're going to touch and they've already have been touching all across the United States and beyond. This is a couple to be watching ongoing for the next several decades because you're going to see just um, one hurdle after another overtaken, one huge accomplishment after another, and them reaching new plateaus every single day. To watch their journey from this stage, this early in their world and in their life ongoing, uh, this is sure to be an exciting journey to to uh, watch and experience hands-on in your podcast. So we're all excited to see that. I know I am. You see, for all of you that are parents out there, have your kids do a podcast. You're always kept up to date on what's going on in their life. It is so cool. Chris's dad said the same thing. <laughs> it is It is so, it, I'm not kidding. When your TikToks go on, it's like, hey, look what Katarina did today. Yeah, <laughs> mom and I both. It's, it's how we stay asley connected and it's so funny because we talk to you all the time and yet that still gives us new information uh so for everybody out there and for chris and katarina any last minute any words of wisdom that you want to share with our audience uh young and old alike hmm. wisdom ah uh, well for young and old entrepreneurs wherever you're at inside this journey currently there's always plenty of time to change. The best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. The next best time is today. So you can start right now with whatever you're doing. Focus on your goal. Pick your future. Make a vision board. See it. Implement it. Attract it to you. And start the process. Doesn't matter where you're at. If you're young, old, at your job, hate your job, whatever it is, you have kids, you can do it. Just start the process. Move towards it. It will come to you. To add on to that, make a plan, have a, have a calendar, create a blocked calendar so you know exactly what you have to do every day so you don't get overwhelmed with all these things that are so-called in your business that you have to do. No, not you. <laughs> and um, just take it one step at a time. Take it one step at a time, build your vision and walk through it. Uh, do it different. Guys, such a pleasure. Nice seeing you. I'm seeing you in just a, a couple of weeks. Uh, is that right? We're both going to see you out in Vegas? Vegas, a couple of weeks. Just say yes, Kat. Yes, yes, yes. Seeing you both? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we are absolutely going to have a blast as we always do together. Uh, Katarina and Chris, um, it has been from, from a point of view of your mentor, from the point of view of your of dad and of point of view of an entrepreneur in awe of both of you i it is a pleasure to watch all that you're experiencing all that you're growing the amazing success that you've already had and so excited about your future it is going to be amazing thank you thanks paul <laughs> you're welcome son <laughs> <laughs> so for all of you out there absolutely pay attention to chris and kat they are going places you can watch their journey on new york nyc meet bama nyc meet bama 
and watch their podcast. It is everywhere. And so you can grab hold of it, watch it, follow them, pay attention to all their social media as Katerina will be controlling that. You have questions about financing and about, about how to live as an entrepreneur and about how to how to really do some real estate deals. You want to talk to Chris. He's a genius in that realm. Uh, so the two of them, Dynamo, thank you so much, guys. This is Paul Fink. This is the Mavericks Do It Different podcast. You absolutely want to share and like and experience this fully by sharing it with friends and watching them and commenting together and all those great things because we are going places right here in the Maverick universe and the Mavericks Do It Different podcast will carry that message throughout the globe. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for continuing to comment. Let me know what you think of my daughter and, well, we'll, we'll see, uh, uh, future son-in-law. I don't know. You know, we're waiting for the <laughs> ring, but I just think I have that in. So all of you guys, absolutely comment below. Be part of the family, literally, if not figuratively. And uh, we'll talk to you real soon.